Professor Flim Flam, she's Wonko, and this is episode five yeah. of Buzz Eyeview's second series. And today we're looking at a classic episode from season two of Xena Warrior Princess. It's the return of dun, 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 Callisto. Everyone's favourite sociopath. Yeah, she's certainly mine. Yeah. Although in the opening of the episode, they are t- definitely trying to um, do a Hannibal Lecter on her. Definitely. Yeah, definitely. for sure. Very big yeah. Hannibal Lecter vibes. I don't think Callisto ever ate anyone. That's no. a vicious calumny that's been spread about her. <laughs> well, it's being implied. It's being implied here, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah, so you've, you've got the whole um, walking up the long corridor of... The prison. long corridor of fucking mental inadequates. <laughs> yeah, which we later discover is actually her army. Um, and well, then she's it's in going very... to be. That's the thing. It's only one of them is her original guy, and the rest oh, she's okay. like, yeah, it's only Theodorus. Yeah. yeah, and the rest she's like, the re- the healthy ones will become part of our new army, like that. <laughs> the weak ones, put them out of their misery. Yeah. <laughs> All this after she manages to escape from the ridiculous contraption they've got her in. They've got her in some sort of. Basically, a chair that she's strapped it's down a, to. I mean, it's not it's like a, it's a sex chair. It's yeah, sex it's, it's a BDSM yeah. chair. They've got her strapped <laughs> into this BDSM chair, but it seems to be very laughably easy to get out of. Yeah. All you have to do is lure some fucking moron in to your cell and grab a sharp object, and then you can just cut through the bonds. It's easy, uh, and obviously the, the there same. is a, a fucking moron available. Yeah, the same moron who's just said this one's. Dangerous. This one's really dangerous. We we keep her strapped up in a chair and we feed her on a porridge on a long, yeah, sticky thing like you use in a pizza oven. Because um, she's already crippled three guards, so you have to really be careful with this one. <laughs> and then when she says he's a bit like a pig, yeah, she's like you're fat, lol. Playground insults. Yeah, he's like I'm not taking any more of this, so I'm going to go right up to her so she can take my dagger. Yeah, he's a moron. So, look, frankly, he deserved to die, which is exactly what happens next. Pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Should we remind ourselves, we we last saw Callisto... In the episode called Callisto. That makes sense. The last time we saw Callisto, she caused Mary Havoc and Xena captured her and basically Batman Batman villained her. She captured her and then she was put into jail. Yeah, so rather than kill her, she she yeah. was to face justice, and and Such what we're about is. to learn is that that's probably not the best way to to deal with people like Callisto. Well, it's certainly not the best way to deal with Callisto because, like every Batman villain, she just gets out again. Yeah, here she is in Arkham Asylum, and now now she's out again, and she's going to cause havoc again. So yeah, indeed, that's her that's her scheme. So yeah, the camera yeah. work is really uh, I really really didn't like it again. Um, and I had some, it's TJ Scott again. It is, it's another TJ Scott effort. Um, I think he's slightly more restrained this week than last week, but mm. I mean, it, it the the bar was low there. Um, yeah, I, lots of crazy <laughs> angles and lots of that kind of um, yeah shaky hazy <clears throat> kind of yeah. I I didn't like it. Um, I had some problems actually starting this episode because normally I've got I've got um reasonably decent quality ones on one of our external drives uh, and normally yeah. just play that through the TV. Today, mm-hmm. there was an issue with it. For some reason, it it wasn't recognising the drive, so that was really annoying. So I had it's to watch so... it on Amazon video instead and it seemed to be slightly lower quality and, it, and that combined with TJ Scott's fucking directorial mm-hmm. efforts combined with it being an HDTV um, really was not good. Got a bit of a headache from watching it, I have to say. Yeah, it's a bit bit migrainey, isn't yeah. it? Some of the camera work. Um And like in a, in like it's just incompetent in some ways. I'll talk about them later. There's one particular scene where I find uh, it particularly egregious. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the word of the series. It's yeah. egregious. You said to me that I'm the only person in real life that you know that actually uses that word. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I knew I knew one person use it and he was such a twat so you only know twats that use it then is what I mean. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> pretty much i learned this word from the league of gentlemen i think i think most people who use it did egregious egregious <laughs> what, 
Would you say you're an egregious person? Do you have an egregious personality? (laughs) (laughs) Egregious. Egregious. Would I say I was egregious? (laughs) Would I? Would egregious? Would I say that? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I would. (laughs) (laughs) All right, it's because we've got a laugh right because this episode is not a laugh riot. There is one really funny bit later when Perdiccas gets killed. That's hilarious, but like, other than that. Surprise, motherfucker. Surprise! (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so Callisto gets out and she's like, take the chair with us because I want to strap Xena up in it. And at this point, my wife says to me... I know someone who that would look perfect on. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, At this point, my wife says to me, there must be fanfic about Xena and Callisto. And I was like, if there is, it has been um, buried under the tsunami of Cena and Gabrielle fanfics, but I am sure can, it exists. Can confirm there there is. Yeah. There, there is was, it like BDSM yeah. hate fuck sort of fanfic? Yes, exactly. I can definitely exactly see that. that. Yeah, for yeah, sure. Yeah. Anyway, so what happens next? I don't remember. Um, no, no, I do not remember. I do remember. It's hilarious. Perdiccas yes. sneaks up on Gabrielle while she's sleeping and is creepy. And gets punched in the face for his trouble by Xena. So that's excellent. Good intro. Yeah, and, and gets gets the sole of her boot in his face as well, mm-hmm. which many grown men would pay to, to lick. I, I know they would. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we last saw Perdiccas leaving Troy. With Helen. Yeah, with, yeah. A, with a completely different face from the one he was introduced to us with in yeah the first but it's episode. the same faces we uh, same faces he's got yeah, now though yeah, yeah, so that's yeah. good they got the same guy back yes yeah, it would have been confusing D- if D- they D- recast him again <laughs> yeah dinar shop donny osmond yeah <laughs> <laughs> so his big scheme is to sneak up on gabrielle while she's asleep get punched in the face and then get down on one knee and propose out of nowhere apropos apropos of nothing he proposed yeah. <laughs> <laughs> apropos Apropos, um, we get married. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and his reasoning for this, right, is because he's got sick of fighting. And basically, right, I'm pretty sure that he just wants Gabrielle to fix him. Like, yes. he talks about being depressed, basically, and like being on the brink of committing suicide. Uh, and uh, so and then he thinks about and then he thinks about Gabrielle. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. And then, not... I, and then I saw your face. Yeah, and then I saw your face. Now I'm a believer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Gabs is like, uh, not oh, oh, oh. quite knowing how and to let them do And then I saw your face. Too late, I'm with Zena. <laughs> <laughs> it, seems, it seems like Gabrielle's not quite sure how to let him down gently, you know. It doesn't feel like she really wants to say yes at this point. Yeah. You know. Um, Awkward. And then she's trying to talk to Z- like it, it, it. I don't know. The episode doesn't seem to know what it wants. It doesn't. It doesn't seem no. to know whether it wants us to think that she's not quite sure how to let Perdiccas down, or that she's not quite sure how to tell Zena that she wants to marry Perdiccas. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it starts off saying, "Well, I'm going to say no, obviously." Yeah. And then Zena's like, "But you've got my blessing if you do want to." Oh, yeah, God. I'm not even bothered. Do what you want. My face bothered though. <laughs> her, face, her face is actually a bit bothered. Her face is bothered later, yeah. She is, yeah. is actually a bit bothered. Um So so she she kind of defers defers the decision. Um Yeah, she's like, I'll tell I'll 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 figure it out later. Luckily there's gonna luckily there there's gonna be a big climactic moment for her to figure it out in. What to do? But <laughs> Joxer's in this episode because obviously nothing could make it nothing could improve an episode more than having Joxer in it. I think he's not too bad in this, actually. Well, I mean, he was introduced in Callisto's episode, so it makes sense that he's in it. I mean, it, it, it makes does. less sense that he was in it last week, but whatever. He just starts to be in it more and more now. So, one of my one of my favorite bits about um, Perdiccas having his his breakdown, having his I, I can't do this anymore. So a, there was one day when he killed three men. Is that all? And you just kind of, you kind of think of Zena going three. I've done <laughs> what, three in one before, hit? before breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> In your warm-up routine, what? What, three? <laughs> three hundred thousand? What? I've suddenly been reminded of this Eddie Izzard bit. 
uh, about murderers. You know, if someone kills someone, that's evil. That's terrible. So if someone kills five people, that's even worse. Someone kills ten thousand people. You almost want to say, "Well done." You know, it's like you can't conceive of the number. So I think Xena's in well done category. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. Perdicus is in the Perdicus, that's really bad. That's bad. Perdicus, three people in a day? Fucking unbelievable. Yeah. I mean he's talking about being in a war, so I mean like if that was a battle, but that's yeah, not he, very many. He stumbled into another war. Yeah. <laughs> Just wondering. Where are you going, pal? Just I know. Keep your eyes open, you stupid prick. <laughs> um so yeah, obviously Kalisto's on the loose. Joxer comes and tells Zena that Kalisto's on the loose and then they've got a fight. And in the middle of this fight, it looks, it's actually quite, it's one of the worst, one of the more like scary looking fights, I think, that mm. we've had in the series. You know, there's all the fire and the and the sort oh, of yeah. slightly darker set and everything. And it yeah. does actually look like a genuinely dangerous fight for yeah, once. you wouldn't want to be in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so obviously in the middle of this, Perdiccas kills a guy who was trying to kill him and then yeah. Perdiccas has one of his crises of conscience oh. in the middle of everything and Gabriel literally, nearly gets literally killed. While someone while someone's going, help my baby! Yeah, and while Gabriel is nearly getting killed, like 10 feet behind him, Yeah, and Xena just looks I mean, at him being useless and then goes and saves Gabriel herself. Yeah. And, Never mind, I'll do it myself. Yeah, and in response to him being fucking useless, Gabrielle's like, I'm going to marry him. You can't now, see us, listeners, we think... but we're both shaking our heads. SMH. SMFH. Do you think that decides her because he's... Because he's a fucking danger to himself? She can see She can see he's um, subscribing to her worldview of murder is bad. Um, or is it because she thinks, I can fix him? I think it's the second one. Yeah, I think so too. That's my headcanon here. It's like, he's a danger to himself at this point, to be honest. He's a danger to everyone. Yeah, but like, really, honestly, what a dumbass. He's like the... He's yeah. like, oh, what is it about Troy, man? It's like those far- farmers from Troy that refuse to defend oh, yeah. themselves. He would yeah. fit in with those twats. <laughs> this this philosophy of don't fight even to defend yourself. I'm sorry, it doesn't work in this in the world that they live in. I was, I was, I'm glad that you said in the world that they live in. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was, I was about to say. You'd you'd be one of those women who gave white feathers to uh, soldiers with shell shock. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in the world that they live in, I mean, like yeah. this whole idea they had before of um, Callisto facing justice or whatever. It, the world that yeah. they live in doesn't have justice. Yeah, it doesn't really have. It's a sort of pre-legal society, essentially. Well, it sort of does, but only like. It's not like consistent over areas, you know. And they've no, just sort of mishmashed um, it up. They've sort of mishmashed a bunch of stuff together, like there it's, are it's laws. Not, it's not a federal issue, is it? It's um, <laughs> it's not an ecumenical matter. That would be an ecumenical matter, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, I guess Athens had laws, but like, hmm. uh, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah, we're, we're, in, we're in city states and, and often in quite feudal states. Yeah, and, and like in the middle of like various like <laughs> peasant dunghills. Like, yes. justice, justice in the sense that, in the modern sense, you know, doesn't quite, doesn't no, quite it's, exist. No, it's, it's, a lot of it is you'll find justice at the end of my sword. Yeah, you know, sort of mm. like Code of Hammurabi type stuff. <laughs> I'm laughing so I don't know what that is. Oh, don't you? It's like an ancient no. Babylonian, like one of the first justice systems, like where it was. Basically... Oh, don't you? Don't you even know? Oh, don't you even know don't about even know ancient, ancient Babylon. Babylonian justice systems? Don't you? <laughs> don't Do you even ancient Babylonian justice systems? It's like basically what, what a prescribed list of things you can do to someone for various offences. Okay. It's essentially the same as the Moses thing. If you, if someone does this, then do that. Yeah. You know, it's basically that. Just copied. <laughs> I think Moses copied while, them. <laughs> while you were learning ancient Babylonian justice systems, I was studying the sword. Yes. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was you were studying, studying the blade. I'm the one who's got the, the sword, mate. Oh, yeah. True. Yeah. 
True. Uh, and obviously <laughs> I didn't actually study ancient Babylonian um, justice systems. I just watched a ContraPoints YouTube video called Justice. Justice. Yeah. All Which right. is interesting. Maybe I'll link it. It's an interesting video. Okay. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> where were we? Laughing and learning every day. Where were we? So she's like, yeah, I'm going to marry that man. Going to marry that man. Marry him anyway. Like that. Right? And yeah. um, so the next thing we know, that. it's a fucking wedding. Woohoo! Ugh. next thing we know it's the wedding and Xena does not look happy about it you know she's like pretending to be happy and then the minute that anyone's back is turned her face is tripping her absolutely mm-hmm. absolutely so the the witnesses are Xena and Joxa because yeah. there is no one else in this universe <laughs> well and the, and the it, it was a bit of a shotgun wedding no not, no, yeah, not so really the, it the seems to do it very is... quickly the celebrant kind of looks like Moses. Some rando. Yeah. Don't know where they got him from. Also, it really looks like a church. Well, it's clearly a is... temple to some god, but I mean... I guess. Like, the, yeah, we- like the whole wedding is set up like a Christian wedding. You know, you've got the bride and the mm. groom. She's in white. And you've got a priest and you've got two witnesses, which is, you know, that's... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a, it's just, it's just like set up so that you can understand this is a wedding, you know. Um, yeah. and then obviously, um, Zena and Gabrielle have to have their little girly chat before she goes off to become a woman. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was watching the um, the the little commentary. Yes, that, uh, <laughs> Renee and uh, and Lucy did of this. <laughs> and they were like, oh, Zena's going to tell her about the birds and the bees now. <laughs> <laughs> but what actually happens is that Zena kisses her. Yeah. Sort of on the corner of the mouth, so good, plausible deniability. Uh, yeah. But like, Lucy didn't remember that that had happened. I know. She didn't remember did. it was in going, it. What were they thinking? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, this is straight, you know? Um and then, you know, uh, Zena's like, we're going to see each other again. This isn't goodbye. But obviously she never intends to actually see her again. She's going to leave her to her happiness. Yeah. That was the plan. Um, yeah. And then the next thing we know, it's their wedding night. And Gabrielle is still talking about Zena. They're about to get down and dirty. They're about. She's I about know. to no longer be able to call the Titans into existence. <laughs> and she's still talking about Zena. I know, Perdis was going, this is the happiest night of my life. And, and Gabrielle's going, but what oh, about Zena? This is me too much. Yeah. But listen, Zena, <laughs> but listen, what about Zena? But Zena, though. But Zena? But Zena, though. <laughs> you know? <laughs> uh, it's it's established at, at this point, yet again, that, that Gabrielle's a virgin. Well, no, all she says was, I've never been with a man. And I'm. Oh, yeah, I'm I've like, never been with a man yeah, before. No shit. <laughs> and then she says have you and I'm like what been with a man I'm sure he has It's an, he's an ancient Greek soldier <laughs> <laughs> and, she, and she does she does then think to clarify oh no with you know with, 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 women. with women have you been with women before and he's like well I was a soldier which I think means no I've not been with women I've been with men because that's <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so yeah so this is all a bit Slightly floaty camera work and you know, yeah. floaty drapes and it's a little bit of that flute music and, and she's Gabrielle's like no it doesn't bother me being with other people one of us should be good at it and he says I never said I was good at it to which I also reply yeah no shit <laughs> reminder again um, after after I mentioned it in the first series that back in the day he was he was often referred to as Perdiclus yes. Perdiclus. <laughs> I, now I think, why wasn't he just called Turdicus? Because that makes more sense. But anyway. So anyway, they have their wedding night and then uh, the next thing we know, Xena is interrogating Theodorus about where Callisto is. Oh, that's right. It's it's jabby jab time. Yeah. Do you remember how long the pinch lasted the, ne- the last time we saw Theodorus? It was a long one, wasn't it? Oh, was there, it was egregiously long. Egregious. <laughs> <laughs> It was egregious. Was Horrendous, it over a horrendously long. I think it was like seventy seconds last time, and this time it's nearly as bad. This time it's thirty-eight seconds. 
38. She's got she does say, you know, you know how this works. You'll be dead in seconds. And I was thinking, he knows how this works. He won't be dead in seconds. because yeah, it was time. over a minute last time. And also yeah. he took, fed you a load of hot bullshit that you just believed. Yeah. <laughs> so why you think this is going to work this time, I do not know. But this time he does tell her something useful, which is that Callisto was really happy about the idea of Gabrielle being on her own and unprotected. Because previously, when they met in the village, Callisto was like, I'm going to kill your soul, which obviously we know means Gabrielle. Yeah. You know? Uh, Yeah. There was one good bit in that fight, actually, before, which I forgot to mention, which was the the framing of Callisto inside Xena's chakram, so it was the same... Oh yeah, that was kind of shot yeah, this, as we had the first quite time. Quite a lot of symmetry again in this episode. It's the same that? director. TJ mm. Scott did direct the first Callisto episode as well, uh, and that he did. Figures. He seemed to restrain himself with all the nonsense in that one. I well, he learned, I think he's he's learned some new tricks by this. He just wants he's to got show some new them. Kit. He's he's got yeah. a gimbal or something that he can <laughs> do fancy stuff with his camera. That's what I think. Put Vaseline on the fucking camera. I think new that's toy. the main issue. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so yeah. this is where this episode is such a straight bait, isn't it? It's like the straight this it's a straight yes. baiting episode. Yes. Gabrielle gets to be happy ever after with a man as as she should. Yeah. No, oh, but like mm. it's you know, yoink, sorry straights, did you think this was for you? Yoink! Uh Pernicus <laughs> is the happiest he's ever been. It's his happiest moment just after he's got married. And so obviously what they're gonna do now is kill him violently in order to progress the plot <laughs> because he's really disposable. That's that's the thing. Straight people are put, very disposable in this put show. Put that boy in a fridge. Yeah. So that's good. Um, see, Kelly still comes along and like he's like, we're unarmed. What are you going to do about it? This is a psychopath you're talking to. I know. And Gabrielle knows that. Why she's letting you do this, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, c- come along now, Callisto. This isn't uh, is not it... playing by Queensbury rules. Yeah, this just isn't cricket, old chap. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, he gets fucking skewered. Ha ha! That is quite a good moment. <laughs> <laughs> and Zena just sort of watches it happen as well. She arrives in time to save Gabrielle from getting stabbed in the back or whatever. And then um, she just sort of stands there like slightly mouth slightly agape and whatever while yeah. while um Callisto just slices and dices Perdicus. Yeah. I don't think she was that um oh dear. I don't think she was that motivated to save him I'm not going to lie uh, No it's, it's difficult isn't it cuz yeah obviously Gabrielle shouldn't have married Perdicus, but no that's it's wrong. gonna be shouldn't be allowed bit up she, gabrielle's gonna be a bit upset yeah she is a bit upset about it she's actually really upset very upset to, to the point where she has a, a character transplant mm. well it's grief isn't it but it doesn't last that long it lasts for like a day a couple of days i think that's fair i mean in gabrielle's case yeah 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 i think it's fair yeah she, she gets it all out in that in that first day when she decides what she wants. What she wants more than anything else in the world is to do a bad murder on Callisto. Yep, she wants to kill her. That's her plan. Um, she does. And she's like doing a thing where she she doesn't she's doing it again actually. The last time, the time when she thought Xena was dead, she went and attacked a tree. Yeah. And then now that Perdicus is dead, she's gone and attacked a tree. Um. You know, so that there's I I want I I just need to explain to her that trees are 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 our friends. Trees are people too. Trees are people too, like the way yeah. and like literally in ancient Greek myth. I mean, there's like indeed dryads, right? Um, oh, that would be a good. That would be quite a good fanfic. What that she's beating up a tree, yeah, and then the, a dryad the appears. Just and goes, what the fuck you, you think you're doing? Not? Can you not? <laughs> Can you not? I want to say that would be a good fanfic. That's that's not really what I mean. No, you mean it would be a good Tumblr post. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so she wants to kill. Uh, like, so this is the scene. This is the scene that I wanted to complain about the camera work, and not from a not from a like it gives me a headache perspective, but just sheer directorial incompetence perspective because uh, in this scene 
we're cutting between, you know, Gabrielle's talking and then cut back to Zena. She's talking. And he's got, he's got Gabrielle filmed on a straight angle and yeah. Zena filmed on a canted angle. And it should be the other way around because Zena's the one talking sense and Gabrielle's the one who's behaving abnormally. And that's what you- those camera angles signify. Yeah, but do you think it's meant to be from Gabrielle's no. viewpoint, from her mental... No, okay. No, I think the guy's just an <laughs> idiot. Yeah. Um. As as previously established. So that really annoyed me. I feel like I've been really down on this episode, but and I, think, I think it's a hangover from TJ Scott's last episode that I hated yeah. so much. <laughs> and I feel like knowing his involvement in this episode is tainting it. You know, could be. I, I think it is a good episode, and and it's one where um, Callisto really shines. She's so good. Yeah, Hudson she Mike is, is so good. She is really good in it, and she's really every time every time she plays Callisto, she gets that manic manic craziness down a little bit more. Yeah, and the and the the crazed giggling. And yeah, the, and the she does. She, little finger. <laughs> she does good finger. Good finger work. She's, she's has good, Callisto. Good fingering. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when when her hands are covered in blood and she's like, "Oh, there is blood on my hands," and it's kind of looking at her own hands and yeah. just that slight detachment. And she's good. She's she's wacko. Yeah, she plays a crazy pretty well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, where do we get to? Oh, well, um, what were we saying? Well, Gabrielle's trying to convince Zena to teach her how to use a sword, and eventually mm. Zena sort of agrees to give her a tiny bit of a sword lesson. Teach me, teach me, teach having... me to kill her. Keep. Teach me to kill her, Zena. Teach me to kill her. Yeah, after having been poked in the stomach by Gabrielle's ineffectual sword pushing. That's blunt anyway. A few times. They are blunt. All these swords are blunt. Yeah. Mm. They're especially when you get close ups on them. Like earlier we got a close up of Callisto's sword on Zena's cheek. And it was yes. really triggering me how there was mud on it that they never cleaned. I know. Up. <laughs> it bothered me. Um but it's quite obviously an extremely blunt it's about as sharp as my sword. Which is not not sharp not, at all. Not as sharp, I don't think. Uh, probably yeah, probably not. Because like my sword, the point is sharp at least. But these swords yeah. are not, you know. So she teaches her a little bit about the fight, fight, fight. Uh, how to fight a little bit, and how to uh, parry. it's all very. Oh yeah, you got to learn to parry. Now this is a real tricky, tricky maneuver. Pressing pressing the left trigger at the right time. Uh, I really, <laughs> I really do struggle with it. Uh, I would play. I would get better at. I would I would defeat bosses in Dark Souls a lot quicker if I could learn to parry, but I'm more <laughs> of a I'm more of a roll roll away type person, more a roll away type player. There's a joke like three people I, in the I world. I quite like I quite like the the sword the sword play lesson because mm-hmm. Zena's kind of like batting her batting her sword away with her own sword, saying, "Lesson one: a sword is not a staff." Yeah, so don't like poke me in one. So don't Let's... poke me in the stomach with it. <laughs> Let's What's meet lesson here two? again tomorrow for lesson two. <laughs> <laughs> well, what are you going to do if someone comes at you with a piece of fruit? <laughs> <laughs> and mangoes in syrup. <laughs> mangoes in syrup. <laughs> Anywho. Let's just sit and imagine that Monty Python sketch instead of moving on. that's we're gonna we're gonna have five minutes of dead air time so you can all just imagine that yeah five okay no fuck that um okay so uh calisto and her mates calisto and her army are up having a big party somehow and theodorus Mm. has got this look on her face look on his face sorry uh where he's trying to convince calisto to have a drink and maybe fuck him um yes (laughs) But Callisto is aromantic to say the least. (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, if you're falling in love with me, I'm going to have to kill you. And he's like, well, I guess I'm not then. Better watch out. (laughs) Of course, I have read a bunch of fanfic where Callisto is a lesbian. Duh. Oh, yeah. Duh. (laughs) She needs to love the good woman. Like, there was one I read. There was one I read where she became she became a sort of enforcer of the goddess Artemis. Which um sort of yeah. forced her to take care of Gabrielle, obviously because Gabrielle was an Amazon princess, and well, then obviously in... she spent some time with the Amazons, and obviously she fucked some yeah. Amazons, and that sorted her out. To be honest, 
<laughs> well, in in Greek myth, she she was a she was one of Artemis's. Oh, that explains um, it then. Huntresses. There you yeah. go then. Do you, do you know Do you know the story of Callisto? I don't. I know that she's. I know that she's a moon of Jupiter. Well, like <laughs> so many of um, the maidens in uh, Greek myth, she was um, pursued, had unwanted attention, and I, I forget if it was by a, a mortal or by one of the one of the lesser gods. Um, Fucking but, and to protect her, and again, as like so many women, rather than. I don't know. Kill the guy who was <laughs> yeah. hassling her. Uh, Artemis turned her into a bear. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Um, and then put her in the stars so that there. Oh, is, is she a... the great bear? I think she's one of the bears. Or some major. Anyway, for, or some major. One, I'm I'm probably mixing up several several stories here, oh, but look but up she later. was. Yeah, she she was one of those one of those girls who. Rather, rather than actually kill the, the yeah. rapist, was was transformed into something other than herself. I see, I see. Yeah. Right, yeah. Oh, I should have, I should have um, read up on that because I think I've collated two different, two different stories. But do, anywho, do you mean conflated? Col- what did I say? You said collated because you're such I've a librarian. Was... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an indexer. Anyway, um, so it's night time. Zena's pretty worried about Gabs. So worried that she's going to yeah. go and have a little pray. Um, so she who does she pray to? Is, is anyone, it one of those? I think it's a, anyone, anyone. If there's anyone out there listening, yeah, it was basically she gets down in one knee. Second time someone's done that this episode to pray yeah. about Gabrielle. Basically, she's like so worried about how Gabrielle's going to ruin her. She's going to have her blood innocence lost or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> um, and she does this line. I was ready to give up once and then Gabrielle came into my life. So I think this is evidence for the theory that I gave you in the very first episode um, that when Zena was burying her, all her leather and stuff and her weapons, uh, yes. that she was going to go off and end it because that's yes. when she met Gabrielle. So like, what does ready, yeah. ready to give up mean? But unlike Perdiccas, she never expresses this to Gabrielle yeah. <laughs> because she's not a manipulator. Thanks, Perdiccas. And apparently someone was listening because in the morning, Gabrielle says to Zena, do you know what? I'm over that whole murder thing. Yeah, it's just a lie, though. It is just a lie. But, she, but she tells Zena she's not going to kill Callisto. She's, yeah. she's gonna, I, I'm going to go home, though. I need some time yeah. to, to heal and grieve. And uh, She's going to get a shock when she goes back to Podadir and finds original Perdiccas is actually still there. <laughs> <Fumble>. <laughs> But anyway, so so off she goes, and Zena's like, "Well, okay, that worked. Okay, bye that then. was easy. It was easier than I thought it would be. I guess the gods must have been listening. Hurrah!" But what she's actually going to do is sneak up on Callisto, and it seems to be laughably easy to do it. It seems to me like she could yeah. have killed Callisto really easily, but luckily for Gabrielle and for her soul, the um, she has some flashbacks now. <laughs> yes, there's a lot of flashbacks. Three flashbacks in a row, man. One of herself telling Zena that um, you know you got to break the cycle of hate. Oh yes. Uh, and one of Perdiccas saying, mm-hmm. "But you don't kill people, Gabrielle." Um, and then one of um, Zena two minutes ago. In case you're too thick to remember, yes, what happened two <laughs> minutes ago of Zena praying <laughs> to some unnamed god on her behalf. Yeah. So and then she decides that she's not going to do it, and then but wakes everyone up by dropping the sword really loudly. She doesn't just leave again. Wakes up the entire fucking army and Callisto, so yeah. that she can get herself captured. Well, and she does say, "Oh, just just kill me now, just get it over with." Mm. And uh, and and Callisto has other thoughts because because obviously what she could does. Be more. What could be more delightful to Callisto than killing Gabrielle in front of Xena? Because obviously she's going to make a a grand spectacle of it, is what she calls it. Yeah, of course. So when Xena comes in, Gabrielle's already like strapped trust to up. a trust up. She's already she's already strapped to a big bonfire. Yeah. 
Um, horrible way to go. Horrible. Yeah, it's like that book that we read. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we just read a book called The Jasmine Throne for our book club, and uh, like it features um, it features immolation as a as a a plot point. Ritual. Ritual immolation. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a really good book, though. Very good. We recommend. <laughs> we we do, if, but not if you're queasy about. Not if you're queasy um, about people being set on fire. Yeah. Um. But you should power, yeah, very, power very through book. it if you can cope with that. Uh, it's a really mm. good book. Um. Anyway, where were we? <laughs> um. Gabrielle's all um set to play Joan of Arc. Yes, and then Zeno um, obviously gets strapped into jo- the chair. Joxer to, to his credit comes to try and save the day but gets skewered in the shoulder yeah they just shoot him and shoot him with an arrow and that's it solved to be fair that would hurt a lot <laughs> it would it would hurt a lot and, <laughs> and also to be fair he he does come and try and do the right thing yeah because like earlier on he's like this is actually unbelievable this is actually unbelievable what he says when they're when he and Zena are outside planning the attack he's like i care about gabrielle too you know i would give up my life to avenge her loss you literally didn't give a fuck about her last week. Literally last week, Joxer, you were like, I'll know what to do. She's become a Bacchae. I know what to do. I'm going to stab her. Like, he was a, he was quite happy. He was, <laughs> like, totally fine with just, oh, I guess Gabrielle's dead now. He doesn't give yeah. a, he didn't give a fuck about Gabrielle a week ago. Literally one week ago. Well, he's gone to his senses now. <laughs> he's turned good now. Like Xena. Joxer. Yes. The good. Um, <laughs> he's not called himself Jocks of the Mighty ever. Jocks of the Magnificent, he called well, himself at the start. He's trying things. He's still trying things out. Trying I things think we'll out. Get he's got to get there. He's yeah. gonna get Jocks there, of the man. Valiant. Jocks of the Warm. Jocks are the Twat. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a ring of authenticity. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so well, but luckily, Jocks are causes the distraction, and this is what enables Zena to get out because once again. This chair that they've got her strapped into is laughably easy to get out of. All she had to do yes. was hook her foot around the chakram that Coolisto stole from her and then slice herself, slice things open with the chakram and then yeah. it's time for the, the you know, we're nearly there now. We're nearly at the end of the episode. It's time for the fight. Yeah, and it's, it's, quite, a, it's quite a long fight scene. Fight, fight, fight. Gabrielle's back fight, with fight, her fight. staff though, which is good. Yes. Yeah, um, and what we learn, not very surprisingly, is that Gabrielle and Callisto are so perfectly matched that, that neither Callisto. has an advantage. That's what I mean. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's Callisto. They fight, and then Callisto says, "It seems we're at a standstill." And I'm like, "Callisto, do you mean a stalemate? Because that's what you're at. You're at a stalemate." That is what she means. Oh, I tell you, I tell you, the other thing I meant to mention. Zena escaping from the chair and the camera work is exactly the same as Callisto escaping from the chair and the camera work. Yeah. So it's another of those parallels. Like, oh, well done, TG Scott. Well done. You did yeah. something clever. Fucking okay, applause. <laughs> so harsh. <laughs> You're so mean. Poor TJ. I don't like him. Fuck him. Where is he now? Making, making bad episodes of other TV shows. <laughs> okay. Ruining other TV shows with his fucking ideas. Oh, yeah, Got so, above himself. Uh, so, so Callisto, as you say, says we've come to a standstill, actually meaning a stalemate. Yeah, um, let's go, let's go let's go and chariot race it out. Yeah. Um. So that like just so happens to be two chariots waiting outside. Yeah. And as Zena's running out to get the chariot, um, Gabrielle goes get her, Zena, and then get and then Zena sort of looks meaningfully back at her and nods. So I always took this to mean like this is the permission that Zena needed to actually kill Callisto this time. Ah, interesting. Um, you know, like she looks at Gat, like I guess sort of like is reminded of the dangers of Callisto by yeah, looking at Gabrielle that's and what's happened. Well, to that's her. really interesting because Gabrielle's giving permission, and somehow that doesn't take her blood innocence. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. It's the morally. same. Oh no! But it's the same. It's the same fucking nonsense um, thing, like uh, loophole from Remember Nothing. Next time, first time mm. you shed blood in rage. It's like it's okay if you're yes. enjoying it then, as long as you're not angry. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they're all very literal. All this stuff is very literal. You know, I guess. I guess. 
Um, <laughs> that, that was a that was a nice rendition of <laughs> the flimsy, the flimsy, flimsier of the fates. Oh, my friend Buisar was listening to that episode, and um, <laughs> she said, "I'm just imagining that the now middle aged Kiwi actress stumbling on this podcast about the episode of Xena she was in, oh, and thinking, oh, I wonder doesn't... what people had to say about me." <laughs> Well, if she did, I hope she went back and rewatched the episode and, and realised that she was oh, bad and fair. it was, wor- no, it was a fair criticism. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so chariot race down the dunes. But only one of the chariots has got the Boudicca spikes for getting rid of the other. Yeah, and of, and of, and of course Zena. it's 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 Callisto's. Yeah, because it's all set up dirty. in advance. Because obviously Callisto knew yeah. that Xena would come and fight her. And that she would escape from her trap, and that she would then they would then go and race some chariots. I guess yeah. I don't know. It's all part of her massive don't plan. Know. Don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Um, it's in the script. It's in the script. She's still she's seen the script in advance. Yeah, that's it. So it's really, she shouldn't act surprised by what happens next. Then. <laughs> no. <laughs> so they, they. Uh... They have well, not really a chariot race, but they're they're kind of trying to get each other on, chase, on, chase, the, chase. on the chariots, and uh, Callisto's trying to drive Xena into the sea with her um, pointy chariot axles. Xena mm-hmm. uh, leaps from her chariot, kind of uses her whip to yeah, um, she gets as dragged, a tow rope. She gets basically. like dragged along, gab drag mm. style. Yeah, gab drag. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. I don't think we've had that yet, have we? No, we'll get to that season three. We'll wow, I'd forgotten that. We'll get there. And um Oh. <laughs> just, I've just that's just all returned. All to me. returned, yeah. It's all, all the shit that shit to me now. <laughs> <laughs> did did you watch the 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 little bit of red button commentary that Lucy and Renee did about this scene? Mm, don't think so. About not the, not the recently anyway. So um I I watched it just before we before we were recording. Mm. Um and the dragging scene where it's clearly Lucy yeah. being dragged, not not a stunt stunt Xena, um, was achieved by it was a very long shot mm-hmm. and Lucy was just lying on the sand, wriggling, <laughs> holding this whip and, and wriggling. Um, and the camera was sort of way back and they just shook the hell out of the camera <laughs> to make it, to give that kind of juddering The Star Trek solution. Effect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I just, I wish, I wish there was still footage of that. Yeah. Of, of Lucy just scenes. wriggling on the sand. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Still. Yeah. That sounds cool. So that's so. I didn't see it. So Xena draws herself up the rope like Indiana Jones on the truck thing, mm-hmm. um, gets onto the chariot and fight, fight, fight on the chariot. And then, as chariots are wont to do, on beaches, it overturns, crashes, yeah, uh, and flings them into what is very clearly not quicksand. Yeah, it's it's, so, it's meant to be quicksand, though, right? It, but it is meant to be quicksand. That's it isn't it, because yeah. it doesn't behave anything like quicksand. No, no. I, I, you can see that two holes have been dug. That <laughs> <laughs> that, that Lucy and Hudson are just hunkering lower and lower. Into. <laughs> With the sand not moving around them at all, um, so that's another nice bit of if you if you stop believing for a moment that it's not quicksand, it's just two youngish women standing in holes on a beach, flailing about. <laughs> stop ruining the fantasy. Stop ruining our suspension of disbelief. I suspend that disbelief. I say. I insist. So Callisto is happy. She's perfectly happy to die as long as she takes Xena with her. So Yeah, but Xena she... immediately gets out of the situation. Well, obviously she's she not does. She's Xena. Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. And her method is to chuck her chakram into a piece of driftwood and then wrap the whip round the chakram and then drag herself, out. herself out. Luckily, the piece of driftwood is quite, I guess, you know, well anchored in the yes, nothing clearly. that it's attached to. Clearly. Um so nice little nice little props moment, nice effect on that piece of driftwood where the, the chakram's driven into it. It's scorched where 
the chakram has kind of done its circular saw business. Buzz sawed in. Oh uh, yeah. man, do you remember yeah. that episode with the fucking chakram <laughs> yes. being a, a buzz saw? <laughs> oh, why? <laughs> it's a weapon. It's an anchor. It's a mitre saw. It's it does everything. She bought it on. She she phoned up for it on some late night infomercial. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> <laughs> it slices. It dices. <laughs> It disembowels. <laughs> it severs. <laughs> it hangs in the air until you want it, it to come back. <laughs> it embeds. <laughs> <laughs> it <okay>. eviscerates. Don't <laughs> no, stop now. You're ru- you're... <laughs> we need to end this episode sometime. Um, yeah. And so what obviously you would expect now to happen is that Xena being, the, being Batman will get her villain out yeah. and put her back in the Arkham Asylum. But she's yeah. not going to do that. She's changed the cycle. Um, she yeah. tried that before. It didn't work. And Gabrielle nearly got killed and nearly had her soul destroyed. Yeah. And she's like, I'm not going to put up with this again. You know, because she'll do anything maybe, for Gabrielle. We know that. Maybe it would be better if Callisto was dead, actually. Yeah. Well, it's it's obviously by going after Gabrielle, she's ensured that this will happen. She could have done almost anything else, I think, and Zena would have yeah. through guilt kept yeah. her kept going. But yeah, she um, crossed the line, man. She did. She crossed the line, and I guess she knew that. I think probably because Callisto's yeah. got a death wish too. So yeah, absolutely. Um, so she's so so she's perfectly happy to die when she knows that Zena's going down with her. But as soon as Zena's out, she she wants out as well. Yeah. Um, and I think it's not because she wants to live; it's because she wants to live until Zena doesn't live. Yeah. Until she can. So. Until she can finally get her revenge, which will never actually be yeah. quenched. So. But yeah. there you go. But then, so the yeah, so Zena just sits and watches her falling into the, falling into the quicksand and and like. You know, you can see her thinking, I sure hope this doesn't come back to bite me in two episodes' time. Yeah, I I wonder I wonder if I should check that she's really dead, because I've just seen her disappear. Who could well, survive that? I mean, she doesn't survive it, that's the point. Well, well, no. 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 True. Well, I but... sure hope this doesn't... I sure hope the guilt of this, of watching my enemy die, doesn't enable yeah. Zena and Callisto... <laughs> To no, not Xena, Ares and Callisto to in a couple mm. of episodes' time steal my body and cause havoc. <laughs> <laughs> I sure hope that doesn't happen. Nah, I couldn't. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure you'd see that coming. See you in two weeks, lads. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, but in a way, I think that is a bit of a turning point yes. for the show mm-hmm. because. Always before Zena has either killed the killed enemy in a fair in battle, fight, yeah. or seen them go, to, you know, face face justice of some, yeah, more, you know, a structured justice, yeah. Um, and, you know, and much much of... as much as they did in ancient Babylon, yes, much um, like that, much like yeah. ancient Babylonian codes of justice. But but just letting someone die when you could save them feels. Bit morally ambiguous, ambiguous. Yeah, it's very Cameron done. <laughs> There's a joke three people will get as well, and the three and they are the three people that don't listen. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Do you think like so that that's the episode over pretty much? Um, Gabrielle, we cut back to Gabrielle and Norley's this next day. Gabrielle's got the sun on her face again, so it's a metaphor, obviously. And um, yeah. Zena's like, Perdicus is going to hear your thoughts, you know. And Gabrielle's like, yeah, forever and ever. And, I, and I'm and i just thinking, yeah, until That's you... That's going to get awkward. And I, I'm thinking, yeah, until you stop, until you kind of stop thinking about him, which is sooner than you might expect. <laughs> like... <laughs> <laughs> That's true. He gets mentioned again, maybe once or twice. Just picture Perdicus in the afterlife with his... Like his, um, I don't know, his Elysian Field AirPods. <laughs> are these? Are these on? Is this? I'm not getting anything. Are these working? Yeah, yeah. Is this working? Who's to say he goes to the Elysian Fields anyway? He killed a lot of people. He killed three men in one day. Oh, that's true. 
you know? That's true. Who's to yeah. say? Yeah. You know? Not me, certainly. Exactly. I, I reckon he's probably in the other place. That's what I think. That's what I think. They seem to be very, very selective about who got to go to the Elysian Fields. I guess. In, I guess. The, time, in the episodes where we've seen them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, I well, don't that, reckon... That, that, is his, that is his Tartarus, is knowing that literally no one is thinking about him. Yeah, literally no one. Yeah, Gabrielle yeah. thinks about him a few times and then it sort of trails off mid-season and then that's it, yeah. sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then it's that... and then it's like, well, I'll see you again one day in the afterlife and Gabrielle's, well, do you know what? I'm going to end up actually in some sort of cycle of karmic reincarnation <laughs> with the true love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> oh that was yeah, a good I line know. from Callisto earlier you're going to see the friendship of your life go up in flames like the friendship of your life that is not a phrase like love of your <laughs> life is a phrase and that is what you're saying Yeah. and in the yeah, future really. in, in later episodes they would just say that I think yes you know. uh, they'd certainly say soulmate yeah yeah so yeah anyway, anyway so that's the episode Um, obviously quite an important one for the history of the show yes because it's, you know, the return of Callisto, who is a, the show's longest running recurring baddie, I suppose not including Ares, but Ares isn't always a baddie, yeah. sometimes he's, yeah. you know, as we'll see in a few episodes time, actually. Hmm. Um, so, yeah, so yeah, Callisto, obviously, Xena's nemesis. And like you said, a turning point about the, how she treats, how she deals with her enemies if they yeah. threaten Gabriel <laughs> in some way. Do you think it was right to do that? Let's have a philosophical discussion about it. Um, no, I don't think it was right to do that. Mm. Why? Because I think it was wrong to do that. Oh, okay. <laughs> cool. Well, that's some good philosophy you've got there, Flam. Well done. Because <laughs> I believe the world is all in black and white. I believe the children are our future. You should teach them well and let them lead the way. Give them I, all the love. I decided long ago never to walk in anyone's shadow. <laughs> <laughs> I decided long ago to translate that into Russian and pretend it was an essay I'd written. Indeed. <laughs> this Indeed. is something Flam actually did. <laughs> this is something I actually did. <laughs> <laughs> I, I um I studied Russian at university and we we had a, a year a year abroad in Russia, uh, and one of the teachers at the language school there sort of asked us to write about if I were a teacher. That was the title of this assignment. If I were a teacher, I would dot dot dot. Um, so I I did. I just translated the greatest love of all into Russian, um, <laughs> <laughs> and I I was told that. Uh, she, I would make a, a very good teacher. I was very empathetic and, you know, got a good grade. Oh, and obviously, at being Russian, they hadn't heard of Western music. <laughs> well, I don't know, but it obviously didn't didn't rhyme or scan in Russian. <laughs> this is uh, one of the best stories you've ever revealed about yourself. <laughs> it's, so, it's just so you in every way it's got that it's combination of laziness and extraness you know? <laughs> that is those are my my trademarks <laughs> an amazing combo <laughs> yeah yeah i i do i make my magnificent gestures in a really half-assed way yeah yeah that's 100 percent your brand <laughs> and I got. I feel like it was harder to translate the song than it would have been just to write an essay. But oh, definitely, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> anyway, how did we get onto that? Uh, Why did we get onto that? I don't know. Oh, we're talking about our beliefs. Yeah. So, right. This is oh, interesting. Yeah. I, I, I. This is difficult for me. I don't believe in capital punishment. I think that's yeah. always wrong in every circumstance. But I yes. also think that Callisto is too dangerous to be free. To live. No, well, she's too dangerous to be left free. Mm. Um, and 
But, but there is every no... single jailer in ancient Greece is too is an stupid. Idiot. Yeah, there seems to be no viable in the un- in the in universe. There seems to be no viable mm. alternative. You know, so like yeah. if you leave her free to do what she wants, she will kill a lot of innocent people all the time. It's all she wants to do. She even says it. Um, tells Ina that every 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 bit of innocent blood I spill will be partly her fault too. You know. And yeah. that's nonsense because at some point you have to take responsibility for your own actions. People can traumatize yeah, you. Yeah, grow up. Yeah, well, but it's true. You know, like Gabrielle says this as well about the cycle of violence and stuff. Oh right, yeah. okay. So uh, everything Callisto does is Zena's fault. Well, everything that Zena does is Cortez's fault. And then who turned Cortez bad? And then how? So back and back and back until the fucking big dawn of time. Yeah. Um. You know the, that that excuse does not fly. I'm afraid. It does you not fly. Your, you made your own decisions, Callisto. But she's obviously like uh crazy <laughs> as well. So, so so are you She needs therapy, arguing, really. She needs therapy. That's what she needs. Are you arguing that allowing her to die was like assisted suicide? Well, kinda, because she does have a death wish, doesn't she? Yeah. Yeah. But at that point she's death saying, Save me. Yeah, right but now, like, I want to live. Yeah. Uh, morally, yeah, it's it's very difficult, isn't it? It's difficult to justify to either maze. decision. It's difficult to justify either decision, I think. Mm. And it's sort of a cop out for Zena. It would be better for Zena, like if Zena could, if Zena could kill her in a fair fight, that's one thing. Yeah, but she seems it seems that she's that she's incapable of doing that because they're so well matched and e- equally matched, you know. Yeah, they're at a standstill. Yeah, they're at a standstill. <laughs> but obviously, Xena sh- struggles with this too, as we'll see. Yeah. So. But we won't see it next week because. Because after we have a comedy interlude for some reason. Sturm und Drang of uh, this episode, we, we get um, a bit a little bit of comedy. Another one so of you... the hilarious here is a, the joke is here are two people who look like each other. So it's a Shakespearean level comedy. Yeah, I suppose it is. Except it's three people who look like each other this time. Yeah, so last, <laughs> last season we, we had a doppelganger episode, mm-hmm. which was Warrior Princess. Yeah. When we, we met Princess Diana. Um, and next time we're going to have a triple ganger, which I'm That's, sure is a word. That is filthy. And it's Warrior <laughs> Princess dot 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 triumph. Tri- triumph. Warriors, Triumph. Princesses and tramps. Okay. Triumph. She's a tramp. I don't know why I'm saying it like that. She's a tramp. We love her. Yeah. Oh, fuck. So Jocks are be... next week as well. Yeah. Just remembered that. Why is he in this <laughs> so often? Go away. <laughs> ah. Okay. Because it's a comedy episode. Why was he in it today? Because it was a Callisto episode. Symmetry. So it was a Callisto episode. Okay. Ugh. Ugh. Anyway, so, so what's your, much hilarity what's your, next what's your time? score for this episode, Flam? Oh, I'd forgotten that. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, I know we've, we've been a bit down on it, but uh, I, I, it's a good episode. It's an important episode. Uh, it's got Callisto being crazy. Um, I'm gonna give it an eight. I'm giving it a seven. Mm. Uh, my memory of but, it per- is Perdicus. Perdicus dies in it. Yeah, that's that's what all seven points are for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my memory of it from the past, I think, is more positive. Um, yeah, but you know, so obviously, you know, the kiss part. Yes, that was good, and um, mm. Der- Perdicus dying is excellent as well. Uh, and the Callisto the, the, parts are good, and the kiss the kiss was a much re- rewound. Yeah, moment. yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'm just in a maybe I'm just in a funny mood today, uh, mm. and, and I think perhaps it really is a hangover from the TJ Scott hate from last <laughs> week. I genu- genuinely like when I realised it was him directing again and all this shitty camera work, I think I got triggered by it, you know? It's like... Uh, yeah. I enjoyed it less now than I did in the past, I think. So, seven for me. 
<laughs> so the bird's eye view is 7.5 for this episode. Um, next week we're back, as I say, with Warrior Princess Tramp. We'll see you then, I hope. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of A Bird's Eye View with me, Wonko, and her, Professor Flim Flam. Follow us on Twitter at Bird's Eye Podcast and subscribe to us on your podcast app of choice. We're on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and Amazon, and of course on the Podbean app. Feel free to leave us a review, but only if it's a good one. Bye.